0: Hey everyone, Selena Kulkani here for another episode of the Freedom Warrior podcast, where it's my job to share the latest insights, tactics, and strategies around alternative wealth building. For those of you who'd like to learn more about financial freedom through alternative methods, please head over to my website, freedomwarrior.com.au, where you can access my library of articles, interviews, and programs to help you on the way to becoming more financially free. Now, on to the show. On this episode, I really want to dive deeply into this idea of reasons why people get into property investing. Um, I want to give you some cut through and insight into where I think people go wrong and maybe how to correct your course if you're already on the pathway to being a property investor. So guys, today I'm really interested in exploring the question of what it is that motivates people to get into property investing in the first place. We are definitely a nation of property investing lovers. I can't even tell you the extent of it. It's just unbelievable. When you go to other countries, you don't see um, news agencies with magazine shelves lined with property magazines. You don't get the plethora of media focusing on the real estate market in the way that you do here. And certainly um, it has become a pastime or a hobby for many people, just, you know, trawling the net, whether they're actually interested in buying or in a position to buy or not. You know, I myself have been guilty in the past of just browsing realestate.com or domain. So we're definitely a culture where property is a national pastime and anyone and everyone, regardless of whether they own real estate or not, has an opinion. Now, the the great thing about that is that as a nation, it makes us uh, a very financially aware group of people. The downside of, of it, of course, is that it makes the market very saturated and highly competitive. You know, I guess what I wanted to explore today is what it is that motivates people to become property investors and how to... Maybe recalibrate the thinking that that you might have had in the past. So look, guys, people get into property investing, in my experience, for all sorts of reasons. It could be that culturally they're just ingrained with the idea of wealth creation and property is just the most obvious vehicle to do that. Um, Some people get into property investing accidentally, meaning they inherit, and then it sort of becomes a little bit of a property portfolio. Other people are very calculated about the desire to buy real estate and other people kind of just recognize that it's the most stable path to generating sustainable wealth over um, the extended period of time. Whatever your motivation is for getting into property, um, the, the end goal is obviously to create some wealth that will influence your financial future you know first off my hat is off to anyone who takes the time to play the long game of investing I think the the number of people who are fixated with the short game of how do I enjoy my life in the now how do I create income that um, you know allows me to live the life I want right now and I'm not going to worry about tomorrow hats off to those of you who've Stepped up into the very small pool of people who are thinking about the long game. I think one of the wrong reasons I see around why people get into property investing is just thinking that it's going to be a straightforward pathway to the end game. You know, if they do the right things, then like investors in the past, they'll end up with a portfolio of investment properties that throws off enough cash flow for them to create an annuity. For the rest of their life and beyond. My experience is that it doesn't happen that way. You know, first of all, the pathway to wealth is quite bumpy. I think there's lots of pitfalls and changes in the market cycles, ups and downs. But, you know, admittedly, over time, you do want to see that go up. Where I see people going wrong, is first of all thinking that it's going to solve all their problems. People are attracted to real estate because they perceive it to be one of the most effective ways to get out of the rat race. And quite frankly, it is. But the problem that I see is that people, you know, subscribe to this idea that if I get a certain number of properties in a certain amount of time, then that will you know basically seal my fate as a as a wealthy landlord and i've worked with so many people over the last 10 years or so who subscribe to that model of i've just got to grind and accumulate this certain number of properties and then i'll be fine and in fact what they find out is that it doesn't quite deliver them the results that they want there's a number of reasons for that One of which is that perhaps they follow the strategy and advice and model of someone else with different means, different preferences, different risk profile that may or may not have been a fit for them. One of the other reasons I see people getting into property, especially younger investors, is the fear of missing out, the FOMO. There's definitely enough talk and media interest in the topic of real estate. And I think sometimes people can get swept up into the idea of thinking, well, if that's what everybody else is doing, I need to do it as well in order to just keep up. And what I would say to you is FOMO is probably the worst motivation for generating a property portfolio. FOMO in general is is probably one of the worst motivators for anything, to be honest. But when it comes to real estate, FOMO is what drives people into making rash decisions. Uh, of acquiring properties that maybe aren't quite right but because you're feeling like you've got to do something with your money you end up buying real estate that may or may not be a fit for your aspirations and goals. The major issue with buying property when either it isn't a fit for you or your strategy or perhaps isn't going to necessarily give you the outcome that you want is that property in our country is incredibly expensive so when you purchase a very large asset like that, there's obviously a high cost of entry and there's also a high cost of exit. Then on top of that, layer that with the fact that if you buy something that is not highly sought after or not something that is easy to to sell, sometimes you're going to have to take an unpleasant haircut in order to get out of that deal. So I think, you know, you've got to remember that property in Australia anyway is a very large expensive asset. So we don't want to take the decision to buy an investment property lightly because one of the worst things that can happen is if you put one or two investments into your property portfolio that aren't a fit ultimately what will happen is it'll be like walking through cement and it's a, a very difficult decision to reverse quickly. If you imagine you're you're building a ship walking through, you know, moving through some water in a port, you're trying to get out to sea. But the issue is it's a it's a difficult thing to turn the ship or change direction. And so you want to make sure that the first one or two properties that you buy are actually going to have the right impact and carry you in the direction that you want. For those investors who have a very high income Perhaps they're in a position that they can you know, afford to make a few boo-boos and, and still come out of it smelling okay. But for the vast majority, every property that you buy needs to count. And I know in my own experience, I've certainly made some decisions that maybe weren't the best very early on in my investing journey um, and that, yeah, absolutely slowed me down The problem right now is that the price of real estate has just exploded beyond what people might have imagined it would have gotten to 20 years ago. And so relative to earnings, it's an even more impactful decision when you purchase each piece of real estate. I guess the the point that I want to really kind of round out here or the lesson is you want to be really careful what your motivations are for acquiring a piece of real estate You want to be really clear that you've done the research, you've done the homework, and you're confident that your motivations for acquiring a specific piece of real estate align with your ultimate goals. That's all for me today. Look forward to connecting with you next time. Thank you so much for listening to the Freedom Warrior podcast and a few things before you take off. If you enjoyed this episode, please don't forget to hit the subscribe button to avoid missing out on future episodes. And I'd really appreciate it if you could rate and review my podcast to help more people find it. Also, each week I send out a unique email newsletter where I share some of the most cutting edge and interesting things I've found during the week to help you on your journey to financial freedom. And finally, if you're interested in fast tracking towards being financially free, please check out my programs where I help you get onto the path of generating a significant six figure passive income through investing. If you're interested, head over to freedomwarrior.com.au to find out if it's suitable for you. Till next time, take care. See you on the next episode and bye for now.